0: going on man
1: hey how's it going
0: i'm doing pretty good um yeah before we jump in i want you to introduce yourself real quick because i'm i'm meeting you for the first time right now so yeah for everyone listening
1: absolutely So my name is dr robert bettinars uh so a little bit behind my background i was born and raised in new jersey And then I went to medical school in Wrocław, Poland, and I went there because my whole family's Polish, my background's Polish, Mm -hmm. I can speak Polish as well. Uh, But I did go into an English division part of the university, and it's great, I totally recommend it. And then after going through med school in Poland, I went to Scotland in August of 2019. Uh, So I am a freshly new junior doctor in Scotland, UK, currently right now.
0: Amped up, ready to go. (laughs) Yeah,
1: man. So yeah, I'm going to be so currently, um, I am in self isolation mode. Yeah, because uh, last week, I had annual leave. So I had a week off and I went to go visit my family in Poland. Uh, and I left Poland, I came back to Scotland one day before they announced uh, a lockdown in Poland. So I was able to get out. Mm-hmm. And upon coming back, I started developing some symptoms oh, of what coronavirus might be. And uh, if the people listening don't know, this is going to be a coronavirus episode. Yes, it is. And uh, I still have this lingering cough, but Mm -hmm. I'm not convinced that it's uh, coronavirus, but they're not testing staff currently. I think it's changing, hopefully. Mm -hmm. And um, I had to be self-isolated for a week, so I've been cooped up in this apartment (laughs) for the last week and uh, just kind of guesting on interviews, podcasts, and trying to catch up on some reading.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, man, it's... it's, Because I... Since like January, I've been trying to get any medical professional to come on and talk about coronavirus because I was this is still when it was you know relatively small, and I called the CDC in Atlanta and they they didn't even return a call. They just I was going straight to voicemail. I was like, okay, they're probably swamped. So I called Emory in Atlanta, no response. So then I just started to like go on Reddit and just find like physicians. I was like, I don't even care if you're like an epidemiologist or I was like just. I want to get like a like a medical just someone because me or my friends talking about it we're 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 just idiots talking right so it's there's there's no there's no professional level to what anything we're saying you know it's all it's all bro science so I saw your post and it was that's uh, a
1: good way to post it yeah, bro science. it is like, hey, like
0: hey hey dude I heard that it does this or, oh I heard that too yeah no it's just you know it's, <laughs> it's just all bullshit yeah and then just fell in, I literally was about to go to bed and I was scrolling through Reddit and I just like fell into my lap it was like. Hey, I'm a I'm a doc I'm am a newly graduated doctor, and um, anyone would anyone like to have me on their podcast to talk about coronavirus? And I was like, it's my lucky day, and I was like, all right. So two things led to another, and we are here right now. So, yeah, and,
1: and since you're recording the video, yeah, like, I, I usually have a beard, I have a stubble now. But I usually have a beard, but I have to shave it just so when I, uh, since I'm going to be part of the COVID team back oh, yeah. in the hospital, which I volunteered for, which I'm excited for, but I just haven't been able to get back to work. Yeah. Uh, I have to be completely shaven yeah. so I can get those masks fully yeah. sealed around my mouth so I can keep myself safe from yeah. their virus. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So yeah, just enough of, uh, again, enough of my, me talking and my bro science, cause no one's, no one's tuning in to listen to me. Um, yeah what do you want to know what are you what are are, you what i was gonna say at the like five minutes left because i saw you had a podcast i was like we can jump into that but yeah for what as a medical professional what's going on is this the end or is this bad but it's manageable is it you know should it be lock and loaded should i be you know calling a priest should i just be (laughs) doing self-isolation washing my hands and, you know, that's what I've been doing. Just yeah. I've, I've been exercising in my driveway. I've been staying inside, washing, <laughs> walk, hand sanitizer, just not not interacting with everyone, anyone, just doing podcasts all week.
1: Right. So, so what's going on? Everything that you just said, some things are doing right. Some things are not necessary. Some things are, ah, okay, cool. Yeah. I'll, I'll get right into it. Okay. I'll just try to throw as many facts as you can and whatever questions you have after me, you know, shoot sure. them. In terms of how bad is this? And how long is it going to last? I I hate the people on the news where they're just like saying this is going to last for three months is going to last for six months is going to last for 18 months is going to last for however many years, Mm -hmm. you know, it's really it's frustrating because the truth is we don't know. Mm -hmm. We we really don't know how long this can last because this a lot of it is basically what I like to say is how much faith you have in humanity will be how good this virus okay. will come out. To you. So, so it's really important. It's this. It's a huge role. Yes, on the doctors and the nurses and everybody in the hospital. It's a huge role on the people too. It's like, please, if you guys practice uh, social distancing mm-hmm. and also self-isolating if you have symptoms or just staying inside, and, and only going out if you absolutely need to, mm-hmm. that lowers the burden on us so much. It yeah. really will, and it. it uh, there's so much to talk about this, this whole coronavirus. Yeah. I know we can go on forever and it's, we're, we're a bit limited, but the most important thing is to this now, this quote that's been tossed around in social media and stuff like that, this flatten the curve.
0: Hmm.
1: Um, and what that means is there's, there's a line of how much resources we have in hospitals in terms of respirators, ventilators, doctors, nurses, uh, workforce. There's a point where you know, we're already at like a certain percentage of, of our capacity. And, and once that reaches the max and we're having more patients coming in, it's gonna be like Italy. And if you see what's mm. going on in Italy, it's 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 terrible. It's absolutely terrible what's going on in Italy, where they're getting to a point where they have to pick and choose who's going to live and who's going to die, because they just don't have enough resources to save everybody. So it's just like if someone's coming in, let's say you got two people coming in, right? And you have one that's got A lot of comorbidities like ischemic heart disease you have diabetes you have uh, copd some kind of lung disease and you have another person with coronavirus who is relatively healthy they're probably going to shoot for that one instead of the other one Mm -hmm. if they have to pick and choose because they're like honest they have to say like unfortunately you already have all these comorbidities you have a less of a chance to survive and we got to go with this one now and it sucks we don't want to get to that point because in a normal hospital those two would be able to come in and both of them would have a fighting chance then, yeah. you know yeah. and and that's 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 what we're really afraid of that's besides the whole global infrastructure that's just absolutely crumbling at the moment yeah. um we're we're not worried about that we're more worried about just making sure everybody gets a chance to to live you know yeah. and it's it's getting to a point where doctors are getting stretched out so much that they're not able to function at a hundred percent all the time. You know, they're getting tired or practically yeah. living at the hospitals. And, and like for me, for example, I feel useless, but on the other hand, I'm doing my part and in staying inside for the whole week, yes. making sure I don't put any, anybody at risk, no matter what virus I have. Yeah. You know, I, I might not, I might not have the coronavirus, but I could have respiratory syncytial virus or I might have a rhinovirus or I might, whatever. I yeah. just don't want to, it. it's really important the social distancing. Um, and self-isolation is so important. I know in the U.S. they just locked down a few states. I know New Jersey just got locked down. Uh, Where I'm originally from, uh, New York has been locked down pretty much. And that's great, that's that's so great. But it sucks that this is all happening in like waves. So it's like China did its lockdown and now it's doing fine. And it's kind of going towards Europe. I know Poland's in lockdown, the U.K. just announced its lockdown yesterday uh, and now the States slowly, not a, not a national lockdown, but states are kind of deciding when to lock down. And it's, unfortunately, it's not good enough, because you're going yeah. to have somebody traveling yeah. one state to another, and these cases just keep going up. So if you're looking right now at the numbers, I think we're at currently, so today is the 21st of March, and it's 7 p.m., 7.15 p.m. in Scotland time. Uh, and it's you're looking at about 300,000 cases confirmed, and of those, it's about 13,000 deaths more or less. So you're looking at about a 4.2% mortality rate. However, that's not, you know, it's a scary number and a not scary number, depending which aspect you're looking at it. But we're not testing everyone because it's not necessary. Because for, for example, let's say you're, you've you got a cough and a fever, right, Tommy?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And you call up the GP your, or, or PCP, whatever you call it, you call up your doctor, you're like, hey, I got these symptoms, what do I do? They're going to tell you to stay home. There's no reason to test you you know the the only reason why they should test you is for statistic reasons Mm -hmm. just to see the the numbers afterwards the only reason they really should be testing you is if you get too sick that to the point where your breathing has been a problem for you you can't breathe normally Mm. we'll send you to the hospital and we're going to test you to see if we need to isolate you or not Mm. because we only have so many isolation isolation rooms So we have to make that decision to keep everybody, because you also have to remember, in the hospitals, we're not just worried about coronavirus. We still have cancer, heart failure, yeah. lung problems, yeah. Uh, yeah. any other infectious diseases. Like we're still functioning as a normal yeah. hospital. That Don't stuff forget didn't that. Yeah. And on top, and 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 everyone also, what's pissing me off too is everyone saying like it's not bad. It's not as bad as the flu. By the way, the flu is still
0: out there too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's on top of it. That's it's on top of the yeah. flu. Yeah. So. so so our car so crashes, like you know, it's still happening. All that shit still is happening, still happening.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, it's it's, but you know, I was gonna say it. You you are doing your part in staying home. I've, you know, I've I've seen more just through my limited social circle online. I can just see like getting to a point where it's like no longer just like okay, the news is saying it's like you know. It's what's really helping is like friends fucking with friends. Being like, hey, dumbass, stop posting from the bar. Go home. And everyone's like, you know, fuck you, Bob. Go home. And they're finally like, fine. All right. All right. But like, that's helping is because, you know, there's only so many people that are going to listen to, you know, the news, man. You should stay home tonight. And it's just like, yeah, but, you know, we should also eat our vegetables. Like, whatever. It's when friends are like, hey, asshole, like, you know, stay home. And it's okay. And like, You know, I've had friends just like posting funny shit. One of my friends just like loves sports more than anyone I know in in my life. And he's posting videos of they're like betting on sports, but they're running like Madden simulations on their Xbox. And so they're like running it live on the TV and they're like throwing down money and drinking. And it's just like making the most of coronavirus. And these are people with, with no medical education, but it's like, okay, you know, if you can see that on Snapchat or on Instagram, it starts to saturate a little more. And it's like, okay, everyone is doing it. And like, You can almost kind of, you know, not to make light of it, but make light of it. Be like, all right, you're whatever. We're 29, you know, we're we're not at risk, but like, okay, like we can drink and watch Madden games on a uh, Xbox 360. It'll be a good story one day. That's and,
1: awesome. Yeah, yeah that's, that's yeah, really. Yeah, and you're, and you're
0: doing your part right now, man. Just like having this podcast, I'm gonna post it to again my limited uh, audience, but still just having having a medical professional being like the first thing, just being like, stay home, <laughs> stay home. Yeah. That's, yeah, I mean, exactly. That's That will do something.
1: Um, there's there's a lot of cool things that's coming out of this because uh, I really love this line where limitations provoke creativity. Mm. So now that people are forced to stay home more or less, they're trying to figure out ways that can keep them occupied and just like this the Madden simulation, that's yeah, awesome. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. It's a new way. <laughs> they just created something absolutely new from nothing. They like, just start betting on Madden simulations. Yeah.
0: yeah, they put the controllers so. down and they just watch it. <laughs>
1: It's really so. So another thing, like uh, I love like hearing the good stories out of it. But for example, uh, my university in Poland, for example, they didn't have uh, an e-learning contingency plan in case something like this happened. So uh, the students were actually able to get together and be like, "Hey, there's this uh, Discord app that we can use, where teachers can just log on. You don't need an email. You just kind of make a profile, and then Mm -hmm. you can have classes this way. And that's already up and going. So it's like I really even though it's as serious as this SARS COVID, whatever you want to call I really hate the name by the way. So, cause it should be called SARS 2. Cause it's, it's exactly the same more or less than the, the SARS pandemic that we had in 2002.
0: Okay.
1: Um, it's just, just like any sequel or reboot, it's worse. Yeah. Um, so it's- L- Lower
0: it's, budget, made in China. Yeah, it's-, <laughs> <laughs> like,
1: it's, it's, it, it, it's it sucks. Um, uh, people should be taken seriously, but people also shouldn't be panicking. Hmm. You know, even if your house is on fire, Tommy, you shouldn't be panicking. It's yeah. not going to solve anything. Yeah. You know, um, th- th- you have to just be alert, you know, and aware of what you're doing. Don't be anxious about it. Just try to be smart about what you're doing. Yeah. Um, don't go out and just, you know, take all the toilet paper yeah. <laughs> from supermarkets and hand sanitizer. Yeah. So that was one thing you brought up. That was interesting because a lot of people are buying so much hand sanitizer, right? And I get it. Like, it's killing 99.99% of germs on your your hands. The best thing is soap and water, man. Oh, yeah? It really is. Like, uh, if, so, even in med school, where there's a certain way to wash your hands, like, first, you got to get both palms like this, then you got to get the back of your hands like that, then you got to do this whatever you want to call this and uh-huh. get your thumbs and then your nails and it takes about 20 to 30 seconds and the, and the soap and water is going to not kill the viruses but at least wash away all the bacteria and germs and if you're home that's the best thing to use yeah if you're near a bathroom that's the best thing to use is, is soap and water the only time you should be using hand sanitizer is if you're out somewhere and like, let's say you're at a restaurant and you don't want to go to the bathroom and you're about to eat a burger that you're gonna use your hands for, yeah, okay, some hand sanitizer is gonna work for that. Mm-hmm. You know, But soap and water, Best. you don't need to buy out stores as hand sanitizers and sell it on the black market. Yeah,
0: fuck you know, those
1: people. It's, it's soap, soap, and, soap and water is enough at home, is definitely.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, and what, what I found, I, for me is like what's keeping me from going just batshit insane is I just I go out in the morning and I, I walk around the neighborhood the, the loop is exactly one mile and I do a couple sets of push ups in my driveway anything to just still like get your blood flow it it makes being cooped up so much less worse because you you when you come back in and you've done your exercise it still has like your it's almost like your body doesn't know the difference between like that and like having gone out and like played basketball with like friends. It's still like you get this like, Oh, you come inside, you know, it's whatever, if it's colder, it's hotter, you know, you're smelling the grass and the leaves and you for all intents and purpose you're walking out of the sunlight, your body's like, Oh, we just came in from a long day and it's like, No, we didn't but it kinda of feels the same. And that's what I found has <laughs> kept me sane. It's just like some sort of exercise and just another thing I've done is just you know, pay attention to the quarantine dates, the times, how long you need to stay inside. But aside from that, tur- turn off the news, get off Reddit, don't sit there and just eat it up. Just, I yeah. was for the first two days, I was like, oh god, oh god, we're shutting down the board. Oh god, it's the end of the. Oh god, and then I was just like, what am I doing? You know, what am I doing? What can I do? I can stay, stay home. Yeah, I can stay home. We're not hoarding. I can stay home. I can do podcasts. I can exercise, get a good night's sleep, stay healthy. I got an Xbox. Thank God. And it's like, just do that. Aside from that, I can't affect anything outside of that. I'm not a medical professional. I don't, I don't own a business. I don't have, you know, I can't, I'm not a mover and shaker in industry. I can't take precautions. What can I do? I can isolate myself. And what else can I do? I can acknowledge that there's nothing else I can do. So just chill the fuck out turn off the news just yes just turn it off just that, chill that, out that
1: is that and that's all we're asking from the community yeah. just like just be like and, and just like you it's fine to go out like people people some people have this idea like they're so scared that they're just yeah. stocking up yeah. for the apocalypse and they have to stay inside the it, you know yeah yeah you know but the thing is, is you can go out you can't you can't if you need to go grocery shopping the grocery stores are still open you yeah. know for emergencies as well you can go for that run for that walk but just be alert don't you know don't get too close oh. to other people social distancing that's important when,
0: too when other people are walking it's funny because well, you'll see us both on the side of the road and like we'll, someone will go on the other and it's just like you wave but it's like yeah but you still see people out jogging and shit and it's just like yeah. yeah you might look a little crazy doing push-ups in your driveway in the rain but yeah fuck it you know it's the it's the least crazy thing going on right now so you know you, you can blend in right now you can blend in no one's batting an eye on that because the sky is falling so yeah and Like you said, it's, okay, yeah, it's like the infrastructure is falling, the economy is falling, but it's like, dude, it's happening to the whole world. It's not like one nation. It's happening to the whole world, so it's like no one's getting ahead. So it's like, it's almost like that fell, and it's not like you got to worry about that and quarantining. It's like that fell because of quarantine, so just do this right now. Do it correctly now, Yeah, and that will come back. That is an effect of this. So do this correctly. You know, it's like, I mean, as you know, you know, it's like take a class once. Don't don't drop it or you're going to have to take it again. It's like study once, no matter how much it sucks. Study once, see get degrees, just pass. And it's like, that's what we can do right now. It's just do it correctly now or this is going to be a months and years thing. It
1: sucks because if if there was one person that, you know, in in a... (laughs) Whatever utopian, I don't know what kind of world you want to call. It. But if one person just made serious decisions for the whole world, and if this whole this outbreak were to happen, and just told everybody to stay inside for two weeks, this would have all been over.
0: Yeah, yeah. If
1: everybody in the world stayed home for two yeah. weeks, yeah, all over, yeah, all over, yeah. That's it, you know. But because of, like I said earlier, pe- there's different amount of times of people quarantining and staying inside yeah. and stuff like that, where you've gotten to this point where some people now. Started self isolating too soon, and I feel like that's going to have a negative impact, especially mentally, because some people, you yeah. just can't stay home for that long. Yeah. And at some point, you're just going to be like, "Screw it, I I'm going to go out. out. Yeah, 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 I need go to go on. out and do yeah. something." And that's and that's going to cause another spike too yeah. if people don't, you know, listen to the rules and just stay home. You know, yeah. it's it's really bad. And like, I I love looking at history when it comes to these things too. So like we had the SARS outbreak back in 2002, and it had a 10% mortality rate, which is which is a good number. It's a it's a strong number. It's a a lot of people did die. However, I feel like in the States they didn't they don't take it as seriously now what it is, because back then there were only 27 cases Hmm. in the United States of that SARS outbreak in 2002 and nobody died from it. Hmm. So, so I feel like since they heard, oh, SARS again, because it's, it's the same thing. Yeah, like you know, I said right. earlier, it's, it's a SARS-2 pretty much. That, oh, it's just that nothing's going to happen. But you're looking already at, I don't know how many deaths, about 500 deaths already in the yeah, United think, States. Yeah. The strongest country in the world. Yeah, you know? yeah. Like,
0: it's, yeah, it's, you you said it perfectly. It's like if one person could just say, everybody stop. But, you know, Hindsight's 2020 that that's a shitty pun because it's 2020 but like hindsight's 2020 but it's you know it's like world trade center 9-11 pentagon you know shit happened now even 19 years later when a plane goes up and it's not like squawking back and re- returning calls f-15s come up on either wing and it's like it's we're gonna blow you out of the fucking sky you know it's cuz we still don't fuck around with that and it's because 911 was so bad we just we don't take we like we don't give a shit who's on the plane we don't give a shit which company is going to have to deal with this right now you're not going anywhere except down we haven't had anything like coronavirus with anyone alive right now so you could, i mean unless someone's still alive from the 1918 spanish flu or 1920 spanish flu we don't have anything in recent memory you almost kind of so, so you almost kind of need yeah
1: that. yeah yeah so i agree but the thing is is the 1918 spanish flu uh we also had a flu recently in 2009 the swine flu mm. h1n1 mm. um and i think the the spanish was h5n1 which is a whole the H's and N's don't matter right now okay but it is very interesting to anybody who loves science it's really really cool yeah um but anyway so the, the spanish flu both of those, the swine flu and Spanish flu. One thing about those two compared to this coronavirus, it's two completely different viruses. You know, the coronavirus doesn't cause the flu. The influenza virus causes the flu. Mm.
0: Um,
1: and we know the flu. We know the flu. We know exactly how it works. We know exactly how it mutates. Really cool. Mm. Uh, we, we have a vaccine for it, which is a... Not perfect, but works better than nothing. Mm-hmm. So, I, as a healthcare professional, get it every year, and mm-hmm. the people who are elderly and kids should also be getting it. Um, in my opinion, I think everyone should be getting it, mm-hmm. but it, it is just a very educational guess as to what the next flu might be. They're so just basically taking previous strains of the flu and trying to think of what kind of mutation it would be this year and mm-hmm. make it. So, that's why it has, that's, that's why some people say, oh, it doesn't work or mm-hmm. whatever. Get it that's my bottom line for that, okay. But so we have antivirals for it, we have Tamiflu for the flu, we have a vaccine for the flu. The flu has been around for so long, we know what the flu is, we know how it works. Coronavirus, so it's really funny. Uh, back in January when this started to like brew up a little bit more, uh-huh. uh, my friends back in the states they kind of messaged me and they're like, Hey, did you hear about this new coronavirus? You know, it's, it's killing everyone. I'm like, That doesn't make sense. The coronavirus yeah. is. Causes the common cold. That's mm-hmm. you know what I what I learned back in medical school. So like there's rhinovirus and coronavirus. Those are the two that we heard, and we made a joke about it because of the beer. You know, yeah, it's, yeah. it's very easy to yeah, remember. Yeah. P- coronavirus causes the common cold. Yeah. Until this is a new strain, um, an interest. So you can compare it to some of the other ones. There's, this is the seventh coronavirus now that affects. Uh, that it's like a mutated form that affects humans. Um, So let's go in order. So three big ones, right? You have SARS back in 2002. It was it came from bats, which then affected a civet, which is like a cat, which affected a person, right? And then and then there was like a uh, what you call it a super spreader. Uh, Some one guy who got affected went to a hotel, spread it to a bunch of people, and from that hotel, everybody went back to their countries and spread it. it. And yeah, and that's what happened. But it was more or less contained. You know, there was only about 85 hundred deaths. Sorry. Eighty-five hundred people infected, about eight hundred deaths. Mm-hmm. Whereas now we're looking at three hundred thousand infected and thirteen thousand deaths. You know, this is much bigger. Yeah. And MERS, MERS, Middle East uh, respiratory syndrome coronavirus as well, contained in the Middle East, had a thirty-five percent mortality rate. Uh, but again, low numbers. So like, you had twenty-five hundred people infected with about eight fifty deaths. Uh, so that's why it was so high. And we don't, and also you, they haven't tested everyone, so we don't know the exact number. Just like now, and that one went from bats again. Reservoir was bats, which then uh, infected a camel, and now and then it infected a, a human, and that's mm. how it spread. And now mm. it's uh, a bat, which infected a pangolin, which is like a anteater type of animal, uh, and then it infected a person, and then it spread.
0: It sounds like a, it sounds like a story some kid would write in kindergarten with a crayon. A bat had it, and then this had it, and then this had it, and then it went to humans. The end. Like that's what it sounds like. But yeah, but yeah. All that said is, it's it's almost like we haven't been anyone alive. At least we haven't had a big enough. You know, those who suffer remember when you bur- when you get a sunburn or when you touch an oven, you don't do it again. Not because someone said you should do it. You're like, I remember that. I remember yeah. not being not even take a shower because it hurts. Like okay, you remember. It's almost like, and I don't mean to be one of those you know, edgy people like, we needed a pandemic. Shut up. Those are the same people that are just as scared as everyone else. It's, it's almost like you almost can't, you know, again, we should have shut down everything immediately. Sure, sounds great. You know, we also should have, you know, made sure no one came and bombed Pearl Harbor. Again, hindsight's perfect. But... There's almost nothing to base something like this on, right? Right? If if it came on the news that there a 747 took off and that we we're, weren't responding, there would be no question. Everyone would be like, "Blow it out of the fucking sky," right? Because we've seen what happens with this. It's yeah. It and it's again, like you said, you know, we're big bad America. It's almost like, oh, it's over there, China, one point what three nine billion people. That shit happens over there. It's China, whatever, you know. And yeah. it's yeah. And once it's here. Even it's, you know, well, do we really need a quarantine? Like, what's really going on? And it's like, it's, we haven't had anything like this, to It's like, okay, I get it. Coronavirus is bad. I get it. I get it. But really, we're going to shut down the highways. We're going to shut down the airports. Do you know how much that's going to affect my bottom line? And it's not until it starts happening on a national level and, like, March Madness is canceled that people are starting to be like, oh, fuck. Okay. And it's. You know, hopefully we won't have another one. But I feel like if we do have another one, there will probably be a lot more um, ready to go, if you will. People would just be like, let's chill the fuck out. I hope. I hope. Yeah. But it's, there was, it's there was hard nothing tell, like that. It. Just it's, because it's,
1: it's happened already so many times. Yeah. You know, like, you I guess have the I'm, Spanish flu. You yeah. have, you know, all but these But again, these like
0: I'm 29. Like, I barely remember the SARS. I remember it was, like, right after 9-11. I thought, I thought it was the same thing as anthrax. Like, I was 12. You know? Yeah. Yeah, same, same, yeah, exactly. yeah, was, the same, same, exactly, yeah, i the same Yeah, so it's, that's what I mean, is like, yeah, we've had these before, we've had the Spanish flu, we've had, you know, but it's also, like, we haven't had one, I mean, like, us alive today, with our global economy, our global society, everyone, you know, borders, sure they exist, but I mean, everyone's going in between back and forth, and you got all these subways and metropolises like New York, you can take an A380, a double-decker jet, and fly 9,000 miles across the sea, and watch a shitty movie while you do it, it's almost hard to be like, what? That's going to bring us down like this isn't 9-11. You know, it's kind of. But do you get what I'm saying? I'm not saying it's good that we don't have something or it's. I'm not saying we have an excuse. It's just like I I get why it took so long. And, mm. you know, thank God we've we're doing what we are now, you know. Yeah. Except for it's, all those it, spring breakers. Fuck them.
1: Uh, don't even get me started Fuck with that. Fuck them. them. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah
1: it's, yeah. I, it's there, there's there's so much to talk about it you know comparing it to to the, there, there are like there are some things that we did in history like in the spanish flu for example like uh in philadelphia they did a big mess up i remember too like uh, learning about the spanish flu um they start they started hosting by the way just to put like numbers in retrospect uh the spanish flu Killed about six hundred seventy-five thousand Americans alone, and that's more than world than the amount of Americans killed in World War One, World War Two, Iraq War, Afghanistan War, Vietnam War, and Korean War combined. So it all—it's you know—it's yeah. not that like I think Bill Gates said it best in that one lecture where it's not war is not going to kill you know yeah. everybody. It's going to be a virus yeah. of some sort. Yeah. Um, But back to Philly really quick. So there was a parade that was supposed to go on while this uh, Spanish flu pandemic was happening. There's supposed to be a parade to like lift morale. um, And they wanted to like let people buy bonds and stuff like that. And every, you know, a good amount of people were like, we shouldn't have this parade. No, like, it's not a good idea. But the government was like, let's do it anyway. Don't worry about it. It's just the flu. Yeah. They did that. And then three days, three days later, thirty-one hospitals in the area didn't have any more beds. Right. It's it's and that happened already. Yeah. You know? and, yeah. And we're not learning from that. Exactly. You know? that, yeah. That's that's what's really frustrating. No,
0: I get you. Just and like to, I guess, from someone from like my standpoint, being like, the, just so you know, like, so everything I'm arguing, like, I completely agree with you. I'm being the devil's advocate for non-medical professionals like myself whoever absolutely had this thing, yeah who, i like I you like know to we debunk it all. yeah we have a you know just i'm looking at it from people with my life where it's like i go to the gym i look at reddit i look on instagram i get turned down by girls harder than me i'm hoping i have a job i'm anxious <laughs> you know you're not you're not thinking about like the history of infectious diseases and like viral morphology and what well, like, horizontal gene transfer and you're not thinking about that so like. Spanish flu it's like it happened but it's like when did it happen like the tail end of like World War 1 if I'm correct and it's like World War 1 it's like you look back and uh the one in black and white where there's no sound even in the videos and it's they didn't even have they had biplanes they had the shit from the Wright brothers and most of the stuff was being carried by horses and it's like World War 1 like that's not even World War II, that's before the roaring 20s it's so long and you you look at it and you go well, of course it spread they're in the trenches because everyone knows how bad trench warfare was and for me, like, again, so, like, you look at it, and it's like, yeah, Spanish flu is bad, but it's almost like, that should happen. Like, it, you know, it's it seems so long ago. And it's like, yeah, that's also, like, you know, where they just used to bury the bodies under the walls of the trenches. It's like, well, yeah, of course that shit's gonna happen. It's, so, from someone from Knight's standpoint, it's, I have a biology degree, so maybe I shouldn't have this standpoint, but, like, that is my standpoint, is, like, I get where it can sort of fade into the past. Just like, you know... I don't know, like invasions happened, but it's like, we don't look at it the same cause it's like no one's launching catapults today, you know? So it's, it's, even though it's this, this, even though on a time on a biological timeline, a hundred years is nothing. It's, it's nothing. It's very easy to go. Well, yeah, it was all in black and white, you know, it's horses, it's world war one. It's 10 yeah. years before the depression, you know, it's, it's, you know, Hitler just finished serving in the war, and it's like it was World War One. You know, you're thinking 1918. It's when Babe Ruth left the Red Sox, like, right? So it's you kind of look at it and you go, well, of course that used to happen back then. Just like, yeah, back when penicillin was a big thing, and you know, and then yeah. came microwaves. It's it's very easy to go that was then, but it's not a human creation where yes, that was a long time ago, and things like bomb, you know, dumb bombs from biplanes aren't a worry anymore because we have radar terms of biology we are largely the exact same sure medicine is increased or advanced but it's still that is still just in the mind it seems like forever ago but in terms yeah. of like biological applications to an interconnected global society 1918 is yesterday yeah, it's, yeah absolutely yeah so
1: you know like after spending time you know as an american living in poland yeah um it was, it was funny, because like everybody, they kind of make fun of Americans in a lighthearted way, everybody in the sense that. of like, they would show me like, um, an old house, and he'd be like, this is 100 years old. I know for you, that's ancient, but we have churches that are 1000s of years old. <laughs> yeah, by the Yeah, way. So, <laughs> you know, yeah. Yeah. But your are abs- what you just said, absolutely. That, that makes absolute sense. And it's, it's one of those things, too. It's, a lot of people i there are still people uh, on the internet where they're calling this like a hoax And it, it, i think it's because people. they don't see it
0: yes it's not terror it's, it's not their neighbors dead it's
1: yeah you know it's like not there they're no one very close to them they don't see it yeah your next door neighbor or anything like that if they just walked into a hospital and saw what was going on there it's like in my hospital right now they're completely even though I'm, i haven't been there in a while uh, for the past two weeks they're completely reorganizing the hospital now. They're mm-hmm. making basically a wing for COVID patients and a wing for clean patients, right? Clean meaning not having COVID. Um, and they're just completely shifting everything to make to be prepared for the numbers, because the numbers are rising here. The numbers, right. like, I keep looking at the government website of Scotland right now, um, and i and i know that the people the numbers that they have confirmed on that website are the ones in the hospital because they're only testing the ones that are in the hospital they're, it says it all on the website so mm. i'm free to say it yeah
0: yeah
1: <laughs> uh, but you know because like i said earlier if, like if you're home and you have symptoms and you're fine stay home that's it you know but if you're sick come to the hospital and i'm seeing 34 uh, yeah 34 patients in you know in my area and I'm just thinking about my hospital. It's not like a major hospital. So I'm just thinking like, holy crap, we're going to run out of space soon. Yeah. And I, and I don't know what we're going to do when that happens. <laughs> yeah.
0: it's That's what's terrifying is like, you know, well, well, you do know what you're going to do when that happens, but it's almost that's too bad a reality to just talk about. It's, But it's, you know. Nobody,
1: it's, no, nobody wants to. Nobody no one wants, wants to. to but, I mean, it's that. kind of,
0: you know, it's like, go to the right go to the left that's what it is i mean it's you know it's in a 2020 hospital but it's very much it's very much nazi sorting it's you're able you're not
1: Unfortunately, and that's yeah. what
0: it is, and that's the terrible. We're, we're going to do our
1: best. We're going to try to get yeah, like absolutely. As, as many extra beds and like you know like what Italy was doing. to just have cots outside, yeah. you know, yeah. and like a gymnasium or something. Like people, you just need to stay here. We're using this building now. Since we have so many empty buildings now, we, or we might have to. I, I don't know what the government's planning to do, but uh some contingency plan is going to have to put into place very soon i feel like uh in terms of like how long this is going to last like i said i don't know but the number of deaths each day let me like let me put some numbers as an example for you because i feel sure. like tracking how many deaths per day because it's important last week uh the 14th of march right the number of deaths worldwide was 404. today at this time it's one thousand five hundred sixty eight. You're looking at a four times increase in a week, uh, and that's terrifying. That's if it if it keeps going up this way. This is the this is the one virus the, where the deaths have increased the fastest out of any other the pandemic so far. Uh, so that's those are scary numbers to that, hear, you know. But the thing that's not scary is that it's totally manageable if people just well, cooperate. Maybe you know?
0: it will. That's why I just keep thinking. It's like. Now I'm not into any like woo-woo, you know, like positive vibes, everybody. But I just keep thinking, I just keep trying to imagine like how how great it will be. Like just picture it on the news and it's like the curve flattening. Just I just keep trying to like, and no, thinking about it doesn't do anything. But at least for me, I'm like, that's like stay home because of that. Like it can happen. Don't just go over stuck at home. Be like. How great is it going to be when you do when we finally get the news that it is subsiding? Maybe it's tomorrow. Maybe it's in six months. Just like, what
1: you're doing is amazing. Like telling your friends, like, "Hey, get out of the bar, go home." Like yeah. that's that's awesome. Oh, that I'm not, I'm not even need.
0: doing it well. One of my friends, David, fucking shout out, David. He fucking David H. He he just going ham on motherfuckers. He's just you know. I have other. I have physician friends who are like, you know, self isolate, stay home. And David's jumping on there. Fuck you, go home. Just like <laughs> he's taking names, and it's. But it's it's it's,
1: it's important. It's really it important. Um, yeah, and and in terms of like the treatment that we have now, the only thing we can do is be. So let, let me show you, like, on the medical standpoint of what it looks like taking care of a patient that's got COVID. Yeah. So let's so let's say you have um, a cough and a fever, right? So now you're coming in and we're treating you just by vitals. So we're taking your vitals all the time. We're taking your blood pressure, your heart rate, your temperature, uh, and your respiratory rate, how fast you're breathing, and how much oxygen you have in your blood. And we always aim to get between 94 and 98, or even 100%. 100% is not ideal. That's a whole metabolic reason I don't want to get into, but 94 to 98 grand percent. What happens is, the virus is going to get into your lungs and it gets connected to a receptor in your lungs and it's going to start destroying the cells of your lungs while replicating itself. That's why it's so easy to spread because they just have to cough once and it will go somewhere because they're replicating so much. So now you're looking at a patient who's got deteriorating lungs where fluid starts getting into the lungs. And the way that oxygen goes into the lungs, the best way to show it is like, imagine this side is the lung and this side is the blood vessel and you have a tiny space in between. And the air, there's a, there's like a few like, uh, holes in between, right? Where the air from the oxygen are able to get into the blood vessels. And then the blood has uh, the oxygen and transports it to vital organs, your kidneys, brain, stomach, wherever. When the lungs get damaged, their fluid accumulates. Hmm. And that space in between starts getting bigger and bigger. And now the oxygen is going to have a much harder time oh, okay. getting into the blood and then the blood's not gonna have any oxygen to transport it into your vital organs and such. So what we do is we give you oxygen, right?
0: Yeah.
1: Cool. So we give you oxygen, it's like we'll we'll start looking at the monitor like that 94 to 98% that I was saying on your pulse oximetry, if it starts dropping, let's say you're at 90%, all right, let's give you three liters of oxygen. All right, cool, we're at 94% again, we're fine. That drops. let's give you seven liters of oxygen okay 15 liters of oxygen that's the highest amount we can give it to you on a normal day if you can't manage to get to that range that we want with 15 liters of oxygen now we have to start thinking of different ways of giving you oxygen that's the ventilators that's when they come in and other non-invasive ventilation uh management treatments and stuff like that and that's all we, there's nothing we can do to It's not like a, a bacterial infection, not like a strep throat where we can give you some antibiotics and you'll be fine in seven days. Virals are much harder to deal with, unfortunately. We don't have too many antivirals. We do have vaccines. So we. Have, that's that's why it's so important. By the way, I'm not hearing anything from the anti-vaxxers at they're the all, moment.
0: Because they're all dead. They're, it's like, it's,
1: no, it's, like, it, it's funny because like, we're okay. trying to make a coronavirus vaccine they haven't said anything like you shouldn't be making one because it's dangerous. I'm sure they're probably wanting one as well too. Yeah. That's a whole nother argument. I don't want to get into it. We we're not even going to we're,
0: we're give, give them a spotlight or a platform. Fuck them.
1: So, so the best thing we could do for these patients is just to give them these high flow amount of oxygen, whatever we can to the point where we're going to give them all the oxygen we can and that we still can't get to that saturation point that we want. Now all those vital organs, your kidneys, your heart, your, your intestines, your stomach, your brain are not getting the oxygen it needs and you start developing a multi-organ failure and you suffocate and that's how they die. And we can't give you more oxygen than what we have. You know, that's the only thing we can do right now. Plus finding a vaccine and stuff like that to, to develop antibodies for you to fight off the coronavirus. But that's not a one two three day quick fix that mm. takes time for your immunity to develop antibodies to fight off the virus because this is a new thing it mm. takes time that mm. whole vaccine thing that's why when people say oh i got the flu shot and got sick the next day that's just because you got the flu yeah. before it just took a while for it to grow yeah. replicate and then attack your system like you already had the flu unfortunately yeah um the flu vaccine does not cause a flu whatsoever it's an inactive vaccine and I, yeah. I don't know what kind of vaccine this coronavirus is going to be but again, like that's the only way we can say these people is giving oxygen. And it's just we get to a point where that's not enough, and they just simply can't handle it, and they die. And that's 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 the scary thing to do because it's it's scary to watch that. It, and it's even worse now since this is so infective. The family can't even come hmm. to see their to loved to, ones die because they have to be self-isolated.
0: yes it's, it's, that's, it's,
1: that's It, it can be scary.
0: Yeah, but it should be. You're doing what you're doing the right thing. It shouldn't be like, you know, if someone's freaking out, it should be like a hey, it can be managed. But for everyone that's not freaking out, you you need to freak them out because it's the only way. It's those who those who suffer remember. When you feel that pang of, of of fear, nothing else drives one faster than fear. Nothing else will get something happening.
1: Unfortunately, nothing.
0: Yeah. No amount of coffee or Adderall will make you study for a test like fear will. You know, taking organic chemistry at three in the morning, you don't need a Red Bull. You're like, I'm gonna fail this class. It's. Exactly. I am wide awake. Don't talk to me. You said so. You said you had to go in forty minutes, and it's been forty-five. So I don't want to keep you, but. I, if by any chance you want to keep talking, I would love to keep talking because this is fucking I, can, int- I
1: I can give you another 20 minutes. Woo! All right.
0: All right. Because cool. this is, I can do this that. is fucking, I'm I'm entranced right now. So what is happening with with Z-Pack and what is it cl- chlor- cl- chloroquine chloroquine, the malaria drug? Is there any hope in that?
1: so z pack because that's a brand name i just need to see oh, what no. that yeah. is really quick what is a Z ZPAC? what z pack is
0: it's an antibiotic right
1: uh azithromycin so it's an antibiotic yeah um so antibiotics not i'll explain why antibiotics are sometimes good in a viral infection i'll explain it there is a reason why some doctors give antibiotics for a viral infection. There is a reason, I'll get to it. We have they mentioned chloroquine, which is an anti malarial drug. They they mentioned remdesivir, which is for the Ebola virus. And they mentioned Coletra, which is the brand name of two HIV drugs that are used. <clears throat> so many doctors are trying to hop on and do these really quick studies and that's that's one problem these are quick short studies that they're giving these drugs and seeing what works and we're just we're learning as much as like what you said you said mentioned chloroquine like i probably learned it at the same time you did because this this information is mm-hmm. so new and we're taking it as it goes and we're trying to take these things and basically what they're saying is that some of these antivirals have some effects on the coronavirus and the way it can work against that as well none of it is so promising that doctors need to like picking one and sticking with it so they're using a combination of this of the source or stuff like that there's no um gold standard antiviral yet for the coronavirus. I don't know what they're doing with that. That's that's the pharmacists and the scientists working on that and they're doing wonders as well. You know, I'm just, me as a junior doctor in the front lines, my main job is to manage the patient and make sure they're acute or severe condition becomes a more stable condition. That's that, that's my job right now, making sure they're okay. And I get the help from my senior doctors that are always around. It's a, the National Health Service, I love it. They're, it's a very, very great system here in the UK. They're doing a fantastic job trying to manage this. Shout out um, NHS. Uh, with that said with the treatment it's 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 so hard um and and now going back to the antibiotics why is that used And like i know like some med students would even say like why give an antibiotic if someone has the flu that doesn't make sense so for people when they, when let's let's just take the coronavirus as an example let's say somebody who's a bit elderly um gets or even even somebody our age everybody's different that's what's that's what's Great, and what sucks about medicine? Yeah, <laughs> everybody's different, and everybody needs like individual care in a sense. Because if you were to get infected by the coronavirus, who is to say if your body doesn't react to that in a really severe way compared to somebody else in a mild way? So your body, your immune system now, there, there are you have your white blood cells, you have all these different kind of cells, you have T cells, natural killer cells, neutrophils, macrophages, and so on and they're going to see this weird foreign intruder in your body. And sometimes, for the most part, for the majority of people, the the immune system has a nice organized attack of how to take care of it and get rid of it. Whereas some people, unfortunately, and we can't, there's no way of telling who, their immune system kind of goes nuts. And they're like, everybody, get in here in guerrilla style, let's attack this invader, right? So now there's this cytokine storm, we call it. It, It's all these little products that the the white cells make, and they go and attack this virus so much that now your body is susceptible to a bacterial infection.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Because your immune system is now weak because it's focused on this so much.
0: You're pulling everyone from the western front and putting them on the eastern front.
1: For example, and now you got this bacterial infection coming in, and this is called a superimposed bacterial infection, where you're getting a bacterial infection on top of a virus. Because just because you have one infection, doesn't mean you can't get others at oh, the same Jesus. time. Your body can take a few, you know, like I saw one patient that's had, when we did a, a throat swab, a normal throat swab, it can detect up to like 10 different viruses. And there was one person I saw that had four at once. And, you know, it's like, and basically, we told them, you just got to ride it out. Yeah. Because There's nothing we can do. Like, you yeah. have to ride out this next seven days and hopefully it gets better. It's going to get worse before it gets better. But that's yeah. just the way it is. So, um, so now that's why some doctors give antibiotics, which are for bacterial things, on t- if they know that you have a virus and if they know that you're probably going to be affected, if they know your body well enough from previous viral infections, they'll give you an antibiotic, to prevent you from getting a bacterial infection on top of the viral infection. Okay. So that's what they do. So maybe the Z-Pak, azithromycin, that's what they're probably, I don't know what they're giving out in the States. Um, but in terms of treatment, it's all supportive. It's just like helping them breathe, Yeah. just giving giving them the tools for them to breathe. Or we're, we we're going to have machines breathe for them. And another thing in terms of getting oxygen everywhere is like ECMO, for example, like where we, or bypass where we did basically, take the blood, it's, it's way too extreme. You know, it's, it's for very severe measures for like a young person, I would say, I don't think they would ever use it on a very elderly person. Hmm. And this, this we even have less of in the world. But basically, what we do is we hook up some tubes to one massive artery, we take all the blood out, and it goes through a machine that oxygenates the blood in the machine. So basically, you have lungs externally. Yeah. And then we shoot it back into the body so that all the lungs, all the organs that you have stay alive.
0: You can't do that for every person though.
1: Absolutely not. No, uh, you need a whole team for that. Yeah,
0: That's a, a, you're a 90 year old billionaire and you got money to blow. Like, you know, it's, it's, I I don't
1: know if they would even do it for a 90 year old billionaire. Maybe a, maybe a 40 year old billionaire.
0: (laughs) Well, I mean, if you're a 90 year old billionaire and you're just paying the doctors, you're like, what's your salary? I'll give you three decades of your salary today. (laughs) Like, yeah, yeah. You could do that. But yeah, it's, The point being is like that's. It doesn't matter how extreme the treatment can get. Like okay, we found out this thing can work. We just got to do this, that, and the other thing. It's like, okay, it is physically possible. But it's like okay, that works for like one person with a team of doctors, in like a, tier one medical center or trauma center. It's like okay, what about the other three hundred controlled environments? Yeah. Yeah. What about the other three hundred thousand? It's. So, how is. Are we are we gonna see an evolution or one thing I want to say about the medication is so we don't obviously there's not the phase one two and three trials which you know we can do with other I guess FDA approved drugs because you're not normally at a crunch for you know this shits taking over exponentially is there some accepted uh, is there a much wider of accepted margin of error for Combinations of drugs right now than otherwise because it's like hey we don't have data on this we're learning it real time. There is no time though, so it's like this might work. Yeah,
1: but it's like we kind of got
0: to we're you know it's like fuck it do it live like that's what we're doing right now we're 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 (laughs) we're going Bill O'Reilly as a planet right now Bill O'Reilly pharmacology style fuck it do it live take this take that because that might kill you but we know for a fact if we don't give you anything you're gonna die so it's literally like you know I got a three a seven and a queen and it's like I'm going all in but it's like all in, try it out. But, I unfortunately but don't you know the answer yeah. to
1: that um like I I know that there's 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 four steps in total right like in terms from what I've studied there's to, oh, they got they have to test it and you know see if it works and prove that it works in studies that with a control and a placebo it's got to be you know yeah. uh double blind randomized yep. with a placebo control as well and like I know when the Ebola outbreak happened, I don't know what year that was. That wasn't too long ago. I think no. 2012 or 2013 or something. Oh, yeah, that was not
0: that long ago. That was, was, that long was, ago. That was like two years and before th- Zika, right?
1: And and they and they yeah, and they yeah got like a, a vaccine in like record time, I remember. Um,
0: uh, they should almost make like a vaccine crowdfund because it'd be like, hey, all these big corporations like, hey, like you don't have to do it, but like if you want your company to stop tanking something that has nothing to do with medication apple ford be like hey you don't have like obviously you're not pfizer or glaxo smith klein but like no one can do anything and buy your products like hey it's in your interest to get this vaccine out like crazy crowdfund like you might want to dump in 100 million because that 100 million might prevent you from losing 100 billion you know it's that's an idyllic idea but it's like You know, it's romantic. Oh, the world's going to come together. But I mean, you know, maybe what you need to do is break it down into, you know, the language that these people speak. And it's like, you know, your bottom line's here. You're going to have a new bottom line and it's going to be down there. So, no, there's no reason why you should give a billion dollars to develop this vaccine, except for you're going to lose 10 billion if you don't. You know, it's almost like coronavirus is like the mafia. And it's like, you're going to pay me for your protection. Like, I don't need your protection. Yeah, you do. You know, you need your protect. You need protection from me it's
1: i'm glad you brought up crowdfunding because there's a lot of that going on for example in okay. poland uh, as great as they're um containing the virus as much as they can they've, they've had five deaths so far um and they've had that for about a week now they're doing a fantastic job in terms of cases i can't remember off the top of my head but they're they're at a for some they're <laughs> Their resources in terms of masks are extremely low Yeah. to the point where uh, friends of mine are getting emails uh, asking them if they have any masks to bring them to the hospital. Um,
0: Because for example, um, there's just
1: just no masks. There's no surgical masks even. Probably grabbing them from from...
0: college too. Sorry to interrupt. College labs, like, hey, you don't need this. You don't need, you're not using the fume hood. The campus is evacuated, you know?
1: Yeah. And, and I saw a, fa- a fundraiser where they were able to raise in dollars, it would be um, $30,000 they raised in a crowdfunding just to buy masks for a company to produce a lot of masks. Um, I don't know necessarily why they needed the crowdfund in a, in a crisis like this. These they, they should just be kind of giving out for free. Yeah. But I, it's great to see that people are for healthcare. Like, we need to stop this here, the mask. We don't want, like, because. If your doctors get sick, you're going to have less doctors at the hospital. And then who's exactly. going to take care of these patients? Like-
0: exactly. It's like it's like if someone has a gun on a plane, what's the most damage they can do if they have one bullet? Shoot one person, there's one death. Shoot out the window, depressurize the cabin, maybe kill a couple more. Shoot the pilot, you're going to kill everyone. It's like if coronavirus gets to these healthcare professionals, there's no flattening the curve. It's like. We're putting a bike pump into it and we're like just, you know, it's literally just like fucking fire the nukes. Like, you know, save the suffering. It's it's know. it's a it's a,
1: it's, a, it's a just to kind of like close it off slowly. Yeah. It's a very serious time. It's not a time to panic. Like I said earlier, it is a serious time. So we don't want to underreact to over yeah. this as yeah. much as we don't want to overreact. Yeah. But just to follow the rules, there are there are a lot of government uh, websites out there that are giving you the right stuff, the WHO, the CDC, and whatever country you're listening from, where whether it be Scotland, Poland, or wherever else there, they have their websites to listen to their advice to self isolate to social distance, uh, don't listen to people being experts on Facebook. I, I've seen some ridiculous things on there where it's like, if you drink boiling hot water, that's gonna kill the virus. And I'm like, no, that's going to ruin that's your gonna, esophagus and that's gonna clog the medical not, system. That's it's gonna not cl- the <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like,
0: it's actually, it's like um, fuck it, leave leave those up. Let Darwin take care. Like, <laughs>
1: it's 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 insane. And and like and, and I'm seeing people being scumbags as well. They're taking surgical masks. And they're reselling it uh and advertising it as N ninety fives just to make a quick buck. Um don't don't do all that. Just just follow just follow the advice of professionals. Yeah. Call your doctor if you yeah. have any questions. That's the most important person you should be calling, not yeah. your neighbor or Facebook friend from some other country. They don't know.
0: Essential oils. Um, <laughs> Essential uh, oils. Get your energy crystals. Did you know that this is sapphire? This has anti-coronavirus. The ancients used to use this. Like, oh Jesus, anti yeah. Get your coronavirus crystals, your uh, essential oils, and um, read your heart. Tr- I don't know, but <laughs> um, yeah. So we got like five minutes, and then, like I said, I can talk for five hours. But I, I know you gotta go. What's um? You have a podcast, right?
1: Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Thank you yeah. for
0: mentioning it. No, dude, I'm gonna I'm gonna plug your podcast as well, dude, because you're doing you're doing God's work. We need to get you out there. <laughs> um yours is what? The patient the patient will see you now, the patient will now see you?
1: Yeah, the patient will see you now. It's a play on words of the yeah, doctor yeah. will see I like you now. it, I like it thank you uh and I've, i'm having a lot of fun with it yeah. whether there's people listening or not it's uh, i got some cool stories from it already but basically it's i talk about a certain disease i've got a few episodes up now i've got like breast cancer
0: yeah, uh, detached, a whole bunch. detached retina that was one of them
1: yeah retinal detachment yeah, yeah. and then I talk about it uh, basically in the most simplest terms possible for everyone to understand. Sure. And then I interview somebody who has had it or is living with such a chronic condition. And basically it's putting a twist on seeing the patient's perspective of what it's like living with a disease. Because even, even though I'm a doctor, like, yeah, I, I know what it's like in the textbooks. I know how to treat it, management, manage it. And when you're in a, unfortunately, when you're, really busy in a hospital you don't really you unfortunately don't have the time to see the person as a whole see the patient as a whole. you kind of just see the disease and like i need to get you stable and out of the hospital to treat the next person unfortunately
0: yeah.
1: um it, where, there are times where it's like that there are times we get to sit down and talk to them which is nice but there are just times where it's not it's, you're just it's impossible so this was a chance for me to like sit down with each person and see what their life is like and what's changed. And I get into uncomfortable situations too, like that you don't necessarily talk to your doctor, about, like what's sex like, sex mm. like with endometriosis or MRKH syndrome, mm. you know, like uh, it's, it's painful for them and, and why they don't want to talk about it. And mm. what are some things, somebody with alopecia, a person who doesn't have any hair. And he says it's helped them a lot that there's now a celebrity, uh, Anthony Carrigan, that's on Gotham and stuff.
0: That's so
1: it's like, Oh, it's really cool. You know, it's, it's really nice to hear, their side of everything and it teaches me because they're actually the experts of their disease because they're living with it day in and day out um so they know what works and what doesn't mm-hmm. um and it's really cool and it's helped some people who have uh this one woman. she she uh reached out to me and because she said that her son was diagnosed with alopecia and she didn't know anything about it she she's just happens to be up she listens to podcasts and she found this one and she learned a lot and now she knows what to expect in the future that it's not so bad Mm. uh it's it's very manageable and you know there's a there's a way out of there's a light you know you don't have to panic and Mm. that's 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 like that's a huge plus for me and i get really happy when i hear those types of stories that's
0: amazing yeah dude that's i mean that's amazing man it's yeah what you're doing is yeah breaking it down like waiting, like you did with coronavirus but right now you now with your podcast you're doing it with tons of stuff it's mm-hmm. god damn man it's yeah so for anyone listening i'm well i'm gonna put that i'll put that in the description i'll put it in the i'll pin it as a comment i'll do all that good stuff um yeah and what i'm gonna do is i normally upload everything in like the highest quality i can but it takes like nine hours i'm gonna i'm gonna the the audio won't degrade. I'm gonna I'm literally gonna compress this video to like 144p, and upload it just so I can get it up, like today. And I'm gonna so, just so I can put it online and be like, here's a doctor telling like everyone what the fuck to do. Because this has helped me enormously. It scared the shit out of me, but it's also made me realize like, it's like panic, but don't panic. You know, it's like, yeah, it's perfect. So, um, I'll probably upload it again in a later date yeah. with higher definition. Um. But for anyone right now, if they're questioning, why does it look like it's filmed on a Game Boy? It's because I... Uploading in 720p, 60fps, that takes... I mean, that takes six to seven hours. If I do a 144, I'll probably get it up in under an hour. And right now, with an exponential curve, time is of the essence. And um, again, only have 100 subscribers, but that could make a difference. And uh, so, yeah, that's why I'm doing this. Um, Dude, thank you so much. I don't know if... So I saw your name on Skype, but uh, I'll cut it out of this. I don't know if you want me to put that up. You just want to be Dr. Yeah, off. go for or, it. Oh, it's yeah, a, sure. Yeah. Tell, tell they, me your name. If
1: anybody wants to find me or ask me any questions, but no medical advice, that's yeah. illegal. I yeah. can't do that yeah. just to anybody. Um, but if you want, have any questions about this coronavirus or if you want to be a guest on the podcast, uh, on my podcast as well, it's at gmail.com. Uh, and also, if you want to reach out to me personally, I have a Twitter. Uh, I try to be active on it, not so much, but I try. Um, very responsive on the email, but you can find me on Twitter, at Robert underscore Bednars. that's B-E-D-N-A-R-Z. Uh, you can find me there, and Tommy, thank you so much. This is a lot of fun, oh, uh, no. just kind of like dude. really talking about it. Oh, is, dude, like thanks for coming on, from. man. It's, it's really great, I had a lot of fun, and yeah. you asked some really good questions, yeah. and uh, yeah, it, it's what you're doing, you posting this, as long as, like, even five people hears it and they spread it to five people, it's need. so important. That's all we need. It's, it's a huge plus. Thank yeah. you, Tommy. Well, You're hey, man.
0: Dude, you tell me when you... You send me an email. I send you my number. Shoot me a text. When you want to do it again, you tell me and I'll make it happen. Because right now, I will I will bump anyone. Because if you want to come on and we can get good coronavirus information out there, I will bump the people I have lined up. I'll be like, hey, bro, would love to talk about nuclear reactors, which I'm talking to tomorrow. Coronavirus. So... Yeah, dude, you tell me when you want to do it again and I'll have you on again. And um, yeah, man, thanks for doing it. I hope you had a blast. I try to make it. Uh, thank you so try much. To, try to make it casual. Um, this is a record. This is the only episode that I've never taken a bathroom and break in. So uh, <laughs> good vibes. All right, bro. Thank you so much for doing it. I will send you a link. Godspeed. Stay quarantined and keep fighting the good fight, brother. Take care, man. See Peace. you later. Peace. Bye.